Well, it's, it's exciting to be the new guy again. Um, you can tell that I'm one of the new guys when I got to follow up the National Coach of the Year here, uh, you know, with, with TCU and the run that they made last year. But uh, we're, we're, you know, personally excited to be back. This is a, this is a special deal. Uh, been a part of the Big 12 Conference for 17 years. Uh, so, and, and been a part of this for, for seven years. Uh, you know, the last four years have been a little different for me, uh, being in the American Conference, and it uh, really makes you appreciate uh, a conference like the Big 12 uh, by now being back. This thing goes so many different directions. Uh, you know, the University of Houston has been looking forward to this day for a long, long time. We all know the history, you know, about 28 years ago when the Big 12, this great conference was formed. Uh, and in Houston not being a part of that. So I'm just proud to be at a university um, with great leadership from Dr. Renu Couture to Tillman Fertitta uh, to uh, you know, just all the, the, the great people that, that, that drive this university. Chris Pesman, our athletic director, is here today as well. Uh, this has been a dream come true for a lot of Cougars for a long time. And uh, we're excited about being in the Big 12 and about what's going to come, uh, not only here this year, but for years to come. We'll take a question here, center right. Remember to state your uh, name and affiliation. Coach Jared Armidas with Red Raider Sports. Could you just give us your first impressions on Donovan Smith and what kind of impact do you expect him to have this season? You know, you know, uh, I've been very impressed with with Donovan. Um, you know, he's he's played a lot of ball. You know, so he's played in 21 games, uh, and I think that's important. You know, we lost a very seasoned quarterback in Clayton Tune. Uh, you know, he's been our guy for for four years and has been uh, a model of consistency and 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 just a a, a model program player. Um, wish him all the luck in the in the NFL, but that opens it up to who's next. You know, and. I was talking with, with Andre Ware up there about this a minute ago. The University of Houston's had really good quarterback play over the years. You know, from, from Andre back in the day to David Klingler to Kevin Cobb to Case Keenum, who I coached. We, all right, now we're back. To, to when I coached uh, Case for two years, uh, in 08, 09, um, you know, and, and then and then tunes a part of that conversation as well. So the expectations are high for uh, uh, for Donovan, you know. But uh, I felt like it was important to bring a guy in with this, with experience, with uh, uh, Big 12 experience. Um, you know, we we did that at a number of other positions as well. Uh, but Donovan's been he's he's impressed me. I think his best days are ahead of him. Uh, you know he's he has only been playing quarterback for a couple of years, so you know he's he's got he's got the upper hand right now based on 21 games of experience. But Lucas Coley has been battling and is is uh, is really competing hard, and he's got a lot of a lot of good football ahead of him as well. We brought in a junior college uh, kid from California, uh, Ui Ali, uh, who's uh, got got uh, lots of loads of potential. And uh, so we got some guys to choose from, but uh, you know, to answer your question, I've been impressed with Donovan. He's six foot five, two forty, and has has game experience in the Big Twelve. We'll go to a question here, center right.
All right, Coach Lynn Harrington with Stay Alive and Power 5, how are you doing today? Very good. All right. So everyone knows the Houston area is a big recruiting hotbed. I mean, you got teams like LSU coming from the SEC that's always invading the area for prospects. With Houston now being in the Big 12, do you think that gives you a recruiting advantage moving forward? Well, it certainly can't hurt. Um, you, you mentioned one school. Uh, there's approximately 64 other schools that are in Power 5 football as well. I mean, it's coast to coast, man. I mean, the one advantage that you have at, at Houston is it's the most centrally located, uh, you know, city, one of them, you know, in the United States. Uh, so the, the good news is, is we have 6 million people that we have to choose from. Uh, the bad news is every other school in the country is coming to Houston as well. There's a lot of good places out there. You know, we have 13 other schools in the Big 12 that are awesome institutions and have, have great, uh, great advantages in, in each of their own way. But there's, uh, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's four other Power 5 schools, out, uh, conferences out there that, that all come to Houston. So, you know, our, our deal is, you know, three of the four young men that I have here with me today are, are Houston-based. You know, they're three kids that grew up in Houston, could have went other places and chose to stay uh, at the University of Houston. I think that's going to happen more uh, when it comes to being able to uh, talk Power 5 and talk Big 12. Uh, it's certainly going to uh, help. Uh, by no means is it going to be a slam dunk just because we're now in the Big 12. Center right, fourth row, in the green. Hi, Coach. Steve Helwick, SB Nation. Uh, last year in non-conference play, you played Texas Tech and Kansas in back-to-back -back games. Do you use that two-game stretch as kind of a barometer to see how prepared you are to face a Big 12 schedule on a week-to-week -week basis in this conference? Well, every year is different. Um, you know, 42 spots on our roster uh, this year are new. Okay, so every year is different. Every team's different. Um, I, I, I was very careful with, with talking too much Big 12 prior to January. Um, you know, I think we probably made a little bit too big of a deal uh, playing Kansas after we lost to Texas Tech, the way that we lost to Texas Tech. Uh, you know, it was just a hard way to lose. And, you know, we had another opportunity to play a Big 12 quality uh, school in, in the University of Kansas who was playing lights out at the time. Uh, as good as anybody in the country, I would argue, when we played them. Uh, I think we pressed too much a little bit just based on, you know, this is what it's going to be like, you know. But uh, I tried not to make that big of a deal about it uh, since January. Yeah, I've talked about it because that's the way it's going to be. You know, it's going to be like that every week. So, you know, but every team's different. Um, you know, this, this, this team is different than last year's team. Um, you know, I, it's my job to kind of figure out how it's different and, and, and what we got to do to be successful. Joseph Duarte, Houston Chronicle. Uh, JD. Hey, Dan. Uh, follow up to the, the quarterback question. Do you have a timeline on when you'd like to get that settled in camp? And, and my other question was being back in the league, is there anything that you learn from the first time around that applies this time, or is the league? completely different where there's not a lot of things to to sort of pick up from you know it's funny i was talking with uh, case keenum the other day and i asked him about competition okay so back when we were here in 
2008, you know, as Blake Joseph and Case Keenum were battling back and forth. And, you know, I asked him the importance of when you name a starter. And he goes, I wouldn't. Just let them compete, you know, because if they compete, it makes them better. And then it should take care of itself. And so I'm not concerned with it right now. They've been 50-50, and we knew they were going to be 50-50, and they're going to continue to be 50-50 uh, until one just makes it clear, okay? And so I think that's going to naturally take care of itself. I'm a, I'm a big proponent in letting kids compete. Let's compete in, in you know, for the next two weeks when we, we do some stuff, compete. When we get into camp, compete. And the more competition we have at every single position, which I do feel like we have more competition at every single position now than we did last year, uh, let them compete for playing time because that's what makes them better. Um, second, second part, um, I, I think with the experience that I've had in the Big 12 and, and doing this transition in the past, I think it's been helpful over the last 18 months. You know, a lot of closed-door meetings with, with Pez and, and administrators and fundraising and, you know, scheduling, staffing, budgets, all that stuff. I mean, I think, it, I think it's been very beneficial. Um, it kind of stops now, <laughs> right? I mean, everybody that comes up here to, to talk has Big 12 experience, and they run their own programs, and this is the deepest conference in the country. Uh, by adding the four schools that we add, I think it adds to the deepest conference in the country. So uh, better, get, better get ready to line up and, you know, prepare your best each and every week to put your best foot forward, and I think we will do that, and I think we'll be competitive. We'll go to the very back. Hey, Coach, Robert Malvez, Scott and Holman podcast. Wanted to, uh, now that we have the official renderings of the football-only specific uh, building, what is the next step? Seeing as how you've done this transition before, what's the next step in uh, getting us to a Big 12 level? It's just got it, time. That's the only thing is time. Uh, you know, that, that, that building is going to happen. Uh, it's going to start in December. Um, you know, we'll, we'll all get excited about it uh, once we see dirt moving, but it's still time, okay? And, you know, uh, you know there's, there's a lot of Big 12 schools that are full share right now. Well, the only way we're going to be full share is, is time, you know? And so, you know, it's going to be three years before we're on equal playing field. Um, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't give you any excuses to not be successful and not, and not be competitive. Uh, that's just going to take time, three years, but it's, it's going to happen. Uh, you can mark your, your calendar three years from now that we're going to have what we need. But in the meantime, uh, we expect to line up, be competitive, recruit at a high level, compete at a high level, um, and that's what we're going to do. We'll go back center left. Hey, Coach. Faith Douglas here with KLBK Sports. And, um, you know, Texas Tech and Houston go far back to the Southwest Conference, and you even spent quite a bit of time at Jones AT&T Stadium on the home side. What's that game going to be like? Is there a new rival brewing between <laughs> Texas Tech and Houston? Well, it would have been better if we had won last year. Uh, you know, double overtime loss kind of kind of hurt a little bit. Uh, you know, obviously have a lot of familiarity with that program, spending eight great years there. Um, I hear that uh, the late, great Mike Leach and Cliff Kingsbury are getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, and it's, I don't think it's irony that they chose the Houston game for that. Uh, so that would be, that'd be neat to, um, 
to witness. Um, but uh, yeah, I think you know, uh, I think those rivals are going to naturally take care of themselves. You know, when it's kind of the opposite of what I did back in 2011 when West Virginia came into the Big 12. Um, you know, it was a big day for West Virginia, but there was no, you know, there is no prior relationships with anybody. You know, so everybody that West Virginia was playing was new. Um, you know, now the University of Houston's coming into the Big 12. Where we got, we got history with BYU. We've got history with Cincinnati, Central Florida, uh, recently. Okay, and then, you know, obviously my familiarity with with West Virginia. But then you, you go back to the old Southwest Conference back in 1990, the the late 80s and early 90s, where it was Texas and TCU and. Texas Tech and Baylor and Oklahoma State. And so those will get rekindled. And so I think it'll happen actually a little bit quicker. Uh, that's great for college football. That's great for the Big 12. Um, certainly that's great for the University of Houston and our fan base. Go back to the far left. Uh, Randall Sweet with All Sooners. Uh, you guys lost a lot of production at the uh, skill positions from last year. How do you plan on replacing that in the midst of entering a new conference? Yeah, that's the one thing I'm pretty comfortable with. Um, you know, Tank Dell was was pretty special. You know, third round draft pick, dynamic player. Um, he kind of took the ball from other people a lot. You know, I don't I don't know if we're gonna have like the the one guy with 1,500 yards. Uh, but we got we got three starters returning with with Matt Golden, who's a special player, Joseph Manjack, which is was a contributor in five games last year. Uh, Sam Brown made some big plays. A couple of transfers coming in that have uh, uh, power five experience. Um, and then we recruited very well at that spot. So uh, it's a lot of competition, you know, and a lot of very talented players that quite frankly, we wouldn't have got if it wasn't for the big 12. So um, I'm excited about coaching those guys. That's the least of my worries with Receivers, uh, I'll spend most of my time with other things other than that. Go to left center. Hey, Dana, Colin Wilson with the Action Network. Can we talk about the hiring of Amon Nagavi, your new co-OC? He was a Tulane's offensive line coach. Amazing, vicious attack that they had. How does that add to Donovan Smith and Houston's ground attack? So, Iman Nagavi is uh, uh, it's an interesting story. You know, he's, he's about as O-line as O-line gets. Katie High School. Uh, you know, McNeese State, you know, small college, uh, Louisiana Monroe, uh, Georgia State. Um, I don't know how many people witnessed what Tulane did against Southern California right here on this field uh, in January, but it was pretty spectacular. And so I, I saw it up close and, you know, his one year at Tulane sold me. He's been on my list for a while, uh, but the one year at Tulane really sold me. He's exceptional with with getting offensive line to play together uh, and is one of the better ones that I've been around in the short period of time that, I, that, I've, that I've been with them. So he's been a great fit. He's as Houston as Houston gets. Grew up there, uh, loves the city. Uh, his, you know, uh, Gary Joseph's a pretty big time high school coach in this state. Uh, Iman was smart enough to marry his daughter. Uh, so uh, we're excited to have Iman and, and, you know, he's bringing something different to the table when it comes to a more well-rounded uh, offensive line group. Right, we have one time for one final question. We'll go to uh, second row, center right. Uh, Cole Thompson, FanNation.com. Dana, 
when you look at the Big 12 in general, you mentioned that this is the deepest conference. Last year, TCU was the seventh best odds to win the Big 12. The year before, Baylor was the sixth best odds to win the Big 12. Would you also consider this maybe the most open conference where there's always an opportunity for a team that isn't ranked inside the top five to sneak into the conversation to make it Arlington? Well, probably, but every year is different. I think Sark and the University of Texas would disagree with that assessment right now because they're picked to win it, and they'll be they'll be pretty good. Uh, you know, I it's just a deep conference. There's never been more parity than there is right now in college football. Uh, this conference is crazy. Just watching it outside, being a part of it for 17 years, and then being on the outside looking in for the last four years. You know, I watched every game. You know, and I followed it and. You know, there's just so much parity in this league. Um, you know, without getting too much into it, there used to be a few layups back in the day. Uh, there ain't any layups, you know, and, and uh, there's just the parity is good. The coaching is unbelievable. Uh, the facilities are spectacular. The, the support is, is unbelievable. I, I'm just, I'm so excited to be back in the league. Um, and the University of Houston is excited to be a part of it, you know, so. Um, you know, just couldn't be more thrilled with the situation that we're in currently. A lot of work to be done, a lot of work ahead of us. We understand that. We're, we're, we're excited about it. Thank you, Coach. Awesome. Thank you all. Go Cougs.